know it's me that's talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <you. laughs> Welcome to My Guy Reviews, the podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to My Guy Reviews, the podcast. I'm your host, My Guy Monkey, but I'm joined by, hopefully, My Guy Monkey. Hello. How are you doing? <laughs> Very good. How are you? Uh, I'm all right. You know, Not many sleeps to Christmas, and you're super yeah. excited. Oh yeah, I'm so excited. I'm opening my advent calendar every day. That's exciting yes. for me. Chocolate in the morning. <laughs> any any highlights? What's been uh, your favourite day thus far? Uh, I had a couple of Santas in in a, in a row on my chocolate advent calendar. So oh, nice. So that's that's about the highlights. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, because yeah, so, uh, nowadays, obviously, when we were little, there was just chocolate advent calendars. But nowadays, you can get like. Um, Lego ones, you can get Harry Potter ones, or yeah, you can Lord get the Rings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't know if you had anything cool like that. No, um, I've got a user one from Pound. Chocolates, chocolates are the best, now. though. To be fair. Um, so we're back with another episode. You said you got a killer Christmas idea for this week, so that's right. <clears throat> we're all ears. I have got a, a brilliant idea, but you said you're going to do one. <laughs> <laughs> so it's always the same. So, um, so last week we did uh, Christmas, Christmas kind of gift ideas, uh, secret Santa's ideas by looking at the biggest yeah, media franchises of all time. Um, yes. And to be to be fair, I got some great Christmas presents off of that. Yeah, already nice. Yeah, for myself, I packed them up and I put them underneath the tree. Also, yeah. And when you get to our age, that's how you do it, right? Well, not even our age. Like, at any age, like, uh, no one buys you the right present. True. Right? True. So why why be disappointed on Christmas Day? I could just open a present, and the whole family, yeah. everyone you're living with, housemates, whoever's there, they look at that, and they go, wow, you got exactly what you wanted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, True. how did they know? I'm like, just, yeah. Well, but when you're 10 years old, it's hard to sort of afford your own gifts. That's the only problem. <clears throat> I mean, now it's a bit difficult because all the mines have closed. You know, when we were a bit younger, we could go work in the mine. We could work yeah, in the mill shop. Exactly. You know, we, not we, enough we... child labour anymore. <laughs> how, how, not... how are we supposed to get our own presents? I know, we're just, they're taking our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> the the grown-ups have taken our jobs. <laughs> these, these people outgrown us um, and have taken our jobs. So, um, so we did a whole Christmas episode about what to buy um and then this week uh show i'm going to talk about christmas themed movies right and um you'll have your rating you can say they're either on your naughty list or they're on your good list Is die hard on the list not for this one no okay <laughs> it's Just <clears throat> that's one oh. for later maybe so that those are movies ba- um set over Christmas that aren't about Christmas, but these are specifically Christmas related we- movies. I think he wears a Santa hat. He yeah, does. He does. It's, it's set over Christmas, that's maybe Christmas theme. Day or whatever. Anyway, it's quite a tired argument that one. Anyway, so, yeah. and no, it, it, it is a Chris. It is a Christmas movie because it's set over Christmas. Like um, <laughs> like some some of these movies that are on my list are set over Christmas, but have that Christmassy element to them. Have that more feel good factor okay. and have the kind of like the, the themes are the more spirit, of Christmas the spirit of Christmas the spirit yes um, <clears throat> so you've got two options you can put them on your good list or you can put them on your naughty list okay. um, and we'll, we'll go through 
uh, the top 20 um, highest grossing Christmas films of all time. Ah, all right. Um, some some that were just outside of uh, the top 20, which um, which you may or may not have seen, but uh, it's quite interesting. There's Scrooged, the Bill Murray one. Yeah, that's a brilliant one. That's a nice It is, isn't it? Yeah. So that, that's <laughs> one that I think comes on the UK TV a lot. And it's on almost every year. I love it. It is these days, yeah. Uh, and it and it's and it's and and they modernised that version. So he's like a TV exec or something, or movie exec. Um, and yeah, it's just it's great. But it's not going to be on our list because also, it, it, it was. It comes yep. straight after the Thanksgiving season when they can show sort of Groundhog Day as well. Yes. So he's got the whole whole Bill Murray lineup. And then there's always Ghostbusters over Christmas. Yeah. Um, another one just outside is Krampus. That was quite good. Did you see that? Um, I think I did. Yeah, I can't really remember. It's a this horror comedy. Yeah, this is going to be the case with most of the things you're going to come up with. <laughs> yeah, yes. I think I saw it. It's going to be a great, great hour. Um, um that's actually yeah. good. Krampus is good. It's not. It's not great. I, I wanted it to be better. It's basically the anti the anti yeah. Santa Claus. I mean, that uh, comes from essence. real folklore as well. Yeah. Uh, and actually, there's a quick shout out I wanted to do if we did mention, as we're mentioning Krampus, is there's a game book of um, Krampus Before Christmas or something like that. Um, it's by Jonathan Green. If you look it up, um, Jonathan Green, Krampus, you should find it. Um, Jonathan Green is a prolific game book writer. Yeah. Uh, he wrote for the Fighting Fantasy um, series Once Upon a Time back in the day. Um, and yeah, that's, he's, he always tries to sell that one over Christmas. It's a good seller for Christmas, sort of horror Christmas theme. So since we're talking about that. Oh, sounds quite good. Um, another one just outside of the top 20 is Bad Santa. Did you watch Bad Santa? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's literally, as the title says, it stars um, Billy Bob Thornton and he's, he's a Santa Claus. He's, he's obviously Billy Bob Thornton, if anyone knows. He's a slim, uh, good-looking guy. He doesn't look like Santa, but him and his friend, an elf, they, they're just bad... T- as the title says, uh, but at the same time they're trying to do a con and also be Santa. Yeah, it's 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 funny. It's actually okay, really yeah. good. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, and another one you may not have heard of is The Best Man Holiday, which is a really really good film, but it's not in our top twenty. So anyway, so top what. twenty. I will say the title. You tell me what you think <laughs> of the film, well, or what you remember of the film, and yeah. then you say if it's on your good list or your naughty list. Well, I don't have to say too much about each one because there's not so many you... so that's good. <laughs> You're not going to remember them. That's hence why I thought we'll do a couple. I'll remember two out of 20. That's my, that's a, my uh, optimistic. And the reason why I started out at number 20 because there's a Netflix TV show about this right now. Oh, so nice. there's, a, there's a TV show called The Movies That Made Us. Uh, oh, yeah. And they've released a summer, uh, a Christmas special with two movies, and it's the Christmas movies that made us. And one of the movies is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. And that's the twentieth on our list. Excellent. So, I know this one because I've heard of it. <laughs> okay. What do you What do you remember? That's a good um, question. It's uh, not much really. It's it's kind of like Halloween mixed with Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> Um, a guy wants to steal Christmas. It's a bit like um, the Grinch, maybe. Uh, then he goes to the town, and then he gets convinced that 
Christmas is a good thing, I guess. Yeah, kind of. It's, it's, it's a bit like, uh, <clears throat> I don't think he was, I don't think Jack or Jack O'Lantern, I can't, uh, Jack Skellington, uh, I don't think he's, he sees Christmas. I think, I think they were always told, Halloween Town were told, you know, these lies about the outside oh, world yeah. and, and how, how, how they get perceived and vice versa. But Halloween Town is a fully immersive town um, with various, and you know the the stop motion animation is incredible in this. Yeah. Firstly, it it looks amazing, and the world that they created is incredible. Some of it's all from Tim Burton's head, but he's not the director. Yeah. Um, it's incredible. So, and it starts off with that. What is this? What is this song as well? And he he's our kind of he's our eyes through this world, and he shows us the Halloween town, but he also shows us the Christmas. And I think at the end he's the one who saves Christmas by replacing Christmas. And, you know, handing out gifts and stuff because he wants to do the same because he sees the kids. And so they, you know, he tries yeah. to do Halloween style gifts. And <laughs> then obviously they just terrorize the kids and they, you know, that's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, great. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, it's incredible. Um, and uh, the, the movie, um, the documentary series, The Docky Shot, is really good. It goes about how they actually made it, how they came up with the idea, and it was a Disney pro- uh, original own oh. product. And yeah. when they saw it, Disney, when uh, the producer took it back, they're like, uh, "This is a little bit too dark." So they took the Disney banner up and nice. gave it to uh, Touchstone. Excellent. So it's still, but now it has been re- re- reissued, re-released by Walt Disney Pictures because Ooh. they know, yeah, it makes money basically. Yeah, yeah making money. Uh, that's that's the thing. I think it's a brilliant movie, and uh, and it's a uh, the stop motion is timeless. It's really well well done, and it's still worth watching these days. Yes, it's incredible. But yeah, which is why it's going to go on my naughty list. Oh, naughty list because Disney own it now, and I've, Disney I always did, owned it though. Okay, Disney but always I did, did. I didn't even know that Disney owned it. But the reason I, I was going to put it on the naughty list anyway for this reason, and that is that it's become almost like an icon. Like, like yeah. it's people that won't have even watched it wear T-shirts of it. You know, like yes. when people wear T-shirts of Nirvana and never heard the, any music, it feels like it's gone down that route. So I'm putting it on the naughty list. It's not. It's not the film's fault for selling out. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's not, Disney's fault. It's Disney a, did it. Okay. Anyway, so that's first one. Oh, it was such. It's such a good start. <laughs> but really yeah, straight to the naughty list. Definitely watch it. But, <laughs> very naughty. Very naughty. Uh, next is Christmas with the Cranks. I don't think you would have heard this one. Um, heard um, of it, but I haven't. You heard it. of it? Okay. It's um, like a 2004 Christmas film. It's got a good star cast. It's um, Tim Allen, Jamie Lee Curtis, Dan Aykroyd was in it. Um, and it's about kind of like Christmas with the Cranks, basically Tim Allen being goofy and getting yeah. up to kind of a lot of shenanigans. Um, yeah. And he's got like the perfect family, and you know it's it's all over happens over Christmas, obviously. Um, and so is it really a Christmas movie, or is it just over the Christmas period? <laughs> no, it's because because it's set with Christmassy themes throughout. Okay. There's also like kind of like learning the lessons, and you know he starts off by being kind of a bit frosty and cold, and mm. yeah, and he warms up. It's it's got all, all of the Christmas themes. So see, Die Hard based. He wears a the Christmas he wears a period, Christmas and he wears a Christmas hat. But he yeah, doesn't okay. have the Christmas spirit. Yeah, okay, I accept that. So, so this, yeah. this film 
on your good you've heard of it so that's good it's produced by chris columbus as well is this on your good list or your naughty list my naughty or nice um i'm gonna call it the nice list and i'm nice. gonna put it on i don't even know i haven't seen it so <laughs> sounds pretty boring i'm gonna give it on the naughty list. naughty brilliant the next one is fred claus did you watch this one or you heard of this one no idea Okay, so it stars Vince Vaughn. I've had so many Christmases now. <laughs> it stars Vince Vaughn and Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti's uh, Santa Claus, and his brother is Vince Vaughn, Fred Claus. Hmm. Um, and and he obviously he grew up in the shadow of his brother, who's uh. become Santa, who's become like everyone loves Santa, but he's just kind of become a goofball, and no one really likes it. And then it's up to him when his brother gets injured. To save ah. Christmas. Yeah, nice. Oh, straight away. Even if it's terrible and the jokes are flat, you said yes. it's nice. I'm going to call that one nice. <laughs> it, it actually, the jokes are terrible. Are <laughs> they? Not that. Yeah, oh, they yeah. are. Anyway, you said nice. I've watched some great movies that are really horrible, terrible, terrible yeah. jokes. But yeah, I can't wait to see that one. Nice. <laughs> it's yeah. on your nice list. It has to you know. get a gift. Yeah. Uh, the next on the list, number 17, is Santa Claus 3, The Escape Clause. 3, which is straight to a sequel. sequel, yeah, of a sequel. Straight, yeah, sequel of a sequel. Um, it's the third in the Santa Claus franchise, which starred Tim Allen. Okay. So the, the, the first one, basically, Tim Allen, he's a dad. He runs over Santa. or Yeah, yeah I think he runs over Santa Baxter. He or, then becomes Santa. Law, Santa uh, but for the year, he tries to not be santa but he keeps throwing back the beard and doing all that and then yeah. at the very end he becomes santa and he goes around delivering all these presents but the third one is jack frost i, I believe played by martin short he has a way of convincing santa to give up his santa ways by <gasps> some sort of clause in the contract uh. something about i think he uh what's he say I can't, I can't remember the exact plan, but yeah, it's basically they've introduced a new character, Jack Frost, Excellent. into the thing. I think I remember this one, and um, vaguely. It's and a Disney-owned nice, product. It's a nice Disney-owned <laughs> product. Nice. <laughs> it's a nice one, yes. Good, it still gets a nice. So it gets a nice, even though it's the third, it's the worst one of the franchise. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Is it the only one that's got the the actual legal stuff the clause thing in it yes that, that i think i've seen that one i think i like it it's good okay that's all right then that's fine uh next on our list is one that i have definitely seen number 16 office party chris office christmas party uh this stars uh it's got a ensemble class it's got um jason bateman olivia mum tj miller julian bell uh and it's got kate mckenna and he's got Jennifer Anderson. It's really, really funny. It's about um, a guy who owns, uh, a, who's the CTO of a business, and he wants to throw like a massive Christmas party. At the same time, they're selling off the company, and he's getting fired. Wow. And and so there's there's a lot of things going on. How does he get fired if he's a CEO? Oh, it's it's a family-owned business, so it's right. him and his sister, and I, and I think. Yeah, so his sister, played by Jennifer Anderson, who comes in and she's trying to kick him out. Uh, it's also got Randall Park. It's it's hilarious. It's really, really good. I really enjoy it. And there's uh, uh, 
Kate McKenna. So she's from Ghostbusters. She plays the HR woman. She's so funny. She's from um, mm. SNL as well. It's got loads of really, really funny people, and it's just great. Yeah, I wanted to call it naughty, but it sounds like you really like it, so I'm going to give it a nice. Yes. <laughs> uh, the next one, number 15, is Last Christmas. This came out last year. Yeah. <laughs> it came out last Christmas, basically. Did wow. Did, yes. Did you did you hear about this or did you watch any trailers of this? I've forgotten completely, but yeah, I did hear about it at the time. Okay, so uh, this is directed by Paul Feig, who did Ghostbusters, Bridesmaids, um, Spy, loads of great films. Um, and basically, it's 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 a romantic comedy about this girl, this Emilia em- Clark. Basically, she works in this shop, which is like a, a um, an all year round Christmas shop. All year they just sell Christmas stuff, and it's the lead up to Christmas, and they're selling stuff. And she bumps into this guy. Um, can't remember his name, but but anyway, she, and then they start kind of like their romance starts to blossom over that period of time. Mm. Over that. And point. there's a spoiler in the trailer that gives yeah. away the big twist. Oh, okay. So are we going to give away the twist now? Then? Not really. I mean, it's, it's someone might see it without. Without watching the trailer, and then yeah, exactly. Oh, There's okay. always that chance, right? I think so. Let's not spoil anyone's Christmas. Exactly. Yeah, um, but it's it's got a banging soundtrack. It's got loads of George Michael and Wham stuff in there. It's got Last Christmas. It's got it's got all of his kind of Christmassy hits and other hits. It's 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 not a great film. It was it was out but last it shot year. In, it was out last year. It was shot in London. So I felt yeah. at home, and they walked down the <laughs> streets, and I was like, I, I, I know these places. London. And hey, for that you did part, actually work near London for a while, huh? For for that, I, I loved all of those bits that you know <laughs> made me feel like London. This is why London's not in tier right, three. Yeah. We we we're out of the. <laughs> we're not locked down anymore. Shame on you. Um, it's great though. Uh, in in that part, because they're walking around late at night and you know there's not many people and they film. It's yeah, but overall, it's not that good a film. So a bit like Twenty Eight Days Later, though they. Had London oh, themselves. That was incredible, wasn't it? That yeah. start is amazing. Yes. Record it at night or 3 a.m. or whatever, and the streets are empty. Brilliant. Yes. Uh, yeah, this one gets a nice from me. Brilliant. The next one, I'm hoping you know, it's Jingle All the Way. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I probably watched it. Oh, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Excellent. So it's a action, action <laughs> violence. Christmas movie, right? Christmas movie, yes. Awesome. Say hello nice. to my little friend. Yes. Really nice. I like. I like. Nice. Mega. <laughs> Do you even remember Jingle of the Way all the way before you keep it the I've nice? De- I've definitely seen it, and I don't remember yes. the of it. No, no, that's fine. Tell then. us about no, it. You... Tell us about it. So J- Jingle all the way it starts off like he's um, him and his wife obviously got a little kid, and the kid wants a specific Christmas toy. And this Christmas toy is just out of stock everywhere. Yeah. And um, he's a little brat. He's a little brat already. <laughs> he just wants that one toy. <laughs> okay. Uh, he wants <laughs> this one toy. It's 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 like a comic book um, character kind of uh, Buzz Lightyear kind of toy of some sort. Anyway, yeah. every shop Arnie goes to, he just can't get hold of it. Mm. And then eventually he. He he does spoiler alert. Um, don't don't want to say any more than that. But yeah, he does in the end. But it's just like they go through shops and there's people fighting over this toy, yeah. and it's just it's it's just it it is a bit of fun. It's a bit of goofy kind of comedy. 
I think you're right to put it in there. Naughty. Christmas. You did, you did put it in the nice pile, yeah. Oh well. Too late. <laughs> it's too late. Black Friday movie. Um number thirteen is a bad mum's Christmas. Okay. Did you see the Bad Mums movies? There's okay. two of them. No, okay, so it stars uh, Mila Kunis, Kristen Bell, and Catherine Han. They're like these three mums who obviously drop the kids off to school. And then they one day decide that, you know, their mundane life is quite boring. Let's do something fun. And they do fun things in number one. So they then okay. return for the second film. But they spent, um, they base this over, obviously over Christmas. So, you know, okay. getting the Christmas tree, having the family over, all that kind of thing. And they've introduced their mums in this as well, which is a really funny element. There is, I think it's Mila Kunis's mum. She she's from um, uh, she, she's also in Big Bang Theory. She's in uh, The Good Wife. She's really really funny in this. Susan Sarandon's in it, um, and even Kirsten Bell's mum. Can't remember her name. Anyway, mm-hmm. all three of the new mums that get introduced, the bad mums oh, yeah. mums, they're really fun, um, and they're <laughs> just kind of criticizing their mums and then their daughters. So yeah. it's just it's it's not as good as the first one, but it's still so funny. I think it's better than the first one. I haven't seen either of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a nice. Nice. Oh, brilliant. <clears throat> okay, so that's uh, now we're into the the top twelve after Christmas. Ah, oh, yes, nice. Classic. Straight away, nice. Okay, that's one of the best movies. This is obviously from um, Artman Animation. One of the best animation studios of all time, mm. uh, known for stop motion capture, and of course, giving us most probably the most iconic stop motion stuff in the UK. Like we, we, we must have watched loads of adverts not knowing they were making it. Right. Before they did their first kind of um, Wallace and Gromit stuff, they were making adverts. They did the song Sledgehammer. They did um, that uh, crunchy advert. I'm so excited. All those stop motion things, they used to be behind it. They're incredible. And they made this movie, yes. I think you're absolutely right. It is an absolute Christmas classic. Okay. Um, I, th- I think they they started off doing that. And then I, th- I think they moved into their own kind of kind of computer animated stuff. But I love their, I still love Wallace and Gromit. There's something about classic that. Um, stuff, yeah. St- yeah, style. It's just incredible. Even Chicken Run. Um all of those kind of sets and everything they built yeah. painstakingly hand hand yeah. built. Every, every frame has put, had all that effort put into it. Oh, they're amazing. Has had the hand, a human hand in there somewhere. Yes. Uh, next on our list, just outside the top ten, is Four Christmases. So this stars uh, Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon, who are um, about to, I think, get married or are married, but. They have to have four Christmases with their various family because Vince Warren's yeah. mum and dad are divorced. They're double Reese, Yes. Uh, no, but they're just all <laughs> divorced. So Reese Weatherspoon's mum and dad aren't married anymore and Vince Warren's aren't. So they have to go to four Christmases. Mm. This is modern life, right? The fourth Christmas. Yes, exactly. Cool. Is that it? That's a nice um, movie. 
<laughs> I was going to say, what more do you want to know? They just have four Christmas. It's, it's, the, it's, it's the best idea for Christmas, right? If anybody wants the most in a Christmas movie, how about four of them? Not one, not two, <laughs> not even three. Four Christmases. Now, the yes. film could be terrible for all we know, but the fact that they've they've not they've quadrupled the amount of Christmas they've given us is amazing. Exactly. If you watch one Christmas movie and then you watch those four and then you add all the scores together, then you're still <laughs> going to end up with more, aren't you? So. Exactly. Exactly. Get out of five, like you're unlikely to beat that. No way. So that's that's on your good list then. Yeah. Right. Okay. So now we're into the top ten. Um, some of these, hopefully, you've heard of because um, thus far you've struggled a little. Uh, Santa Claus Two, the movie. Yes. This is the sequel, right? Yes, <laughs> it is. Sequel one. <laughs> yeah. Um. What happened in Santa Claus 3? Is it similar to that? So in number two is the very first time they take out the Christmas handbook and they tell him there's a clause. And there that is clause, clause is them, Mrs. Yeah. Clause. Yeah. So he has to get married in this one. You know I what? Think... Let's just give it a nice. Nice straight away. The whole so series. So you love the whole series, even though yeah. you know it's Terrible. Disney. <laughs> no it is yeah, I actually um, I can't I, I remember the first one more fondly yeah. than the I others do I don't yeah, I, I don't the remember the others at all I must have seen them but I just don't remember them so yes yeah. if they're on your nice list I will go back and I'll try and watch them this Christmas I haven't watched them either I've only watched the first one nice. <laughs> I think the whole series should get more attention yeah <laughs> So just in the top 10 is one I haven't seen. It came out in 2018, Ooh. and that's Nutcracker and the Four Realms. Ooh, sounds good. There's four in there again. That's potential and the four winner. realms, yeah. <laughs> is there a Christmas in each of the realms? I, Christmases? I, 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 I'm not sure. It's Nutcracker, whatever Nutcracker gets up to, in four different worlds. Well, I know what the Nutcracker is. The Nutcracker doll comes to life. Um, but that's about it. I don't know the movie. <laughs> I, don't I, remember, I remember there was a trailer at the time. Yes, there was, yes. There still is. Everybody <laughs> wants to know, there still is a trailer. Excellent, there's still a trailer. That's good to know. So it's, it's stood the test of time. It's, it's still got a trailer out there. Um, I'm just going to call this... I call this a nice. We need to go watch this. It's, I think it's a sort of animated style as well. No, this is live action Walt Disney production. Oh, no. I <laughs> know. Nice. I, I try not to tell you what it's about until you just kind of put it in its own place. Um, <laughs> it, it, it just it got, um, it got terrible reviews yeah. considering it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, um, about very of, shallow. Yeah, so exactly what you almost said. So one of the reviews came out as Nutcracker and the Four Realms is a hallow holiday confetti that looks lovely mm-hmm. and easy to forget. So, I mean, you yeah. summed it up without even watching it. Yeah, I got it. Just like that. <laughs> nice. So this is empty, but eye-popping. And exactly, yeah, again, it's exactly watching a visually spectacular, yeah. um, visually spectacular movie, but virtually soulless. I don't want to... Um offend some some other movies they show over christmas that sort of animated style uh but there are certain movies that will just be on every christmas and they'll be okay in the background there's nothing really special about them i don't think 
but they they just have that nice Christmas theme, and they're worth putting on at Christmas. So I still give this a nice. Oh, okay. Well, you know, these are the My Grand Monkeys, so <laughs> I can't really argue with that. But <clears throat> and I, there is there is one Christmas um, animation classic growing up in the UK. It's the Snowman. Mm. Obviously, not talking about this list. Is would that be on your good or naughty list? The original Snowman definitely on the yes. nice. Not definitely. the one with the dog. Not the, the dog one. No, I haven't seen the dog one. I don't think I watch it. I I just want to watch the original. I love it. You know, I, I'm sure it's okay, it's okay for some people, but I I grew up with the original one, and they didn't need to change it. It was it was literally timeless. So anything after it is unnecessary. I think if they could if they redid it purely mm. to make the animation, um, like a modernize the animation for younger kids, of yeah. the kids of today, but kept the same song, kept no. the same through line. I don't like that because it's all hand-drawn animation as well. It's, it's it has nope. the love poured into it, like, like we were saying about stop-motion animation. If you that's got all the love poured into it. If you turn it into CGI modern stuff, it just loses that. But I think you, I think we don't lose the original. We still have the original. <laughs> we keep it. Well, no one's destroying that. But we redo, redo. the snowman for the next generation. <laughs> So make it so it's their current animation-friendly snowman, so we can get an, introduce a new generation to the snowman. Yeah, or they could, or Disney could live-action it. That would be great. Wouldn't it? <laughs> With Olaf. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a good idea. If you live-action that, you would um, spoiler that for the snowman. It doesn't have the best of endings, does it? So would children cry? Because uh, on the an- animated feature, it's still it's still a sad ending in a way. Yeah. But if it's a live action, living, breathing, mm. would that be more sad? Um, I think it'd be pretty cool. I think it might be more sad. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think they should actually film the bit where he's melting and, and make him bleed out of out of out of the snow. <laughs> just, just make it ex- extra. It's this Christmas friendly. film. It's not a it's not a Halloween <laughs> film. I know it'd be Christmas movie right up to that point, and then it just has like the the gremlins melting scene, except for a snowman. Awesome. No. <laughs> I like it the way it is. I think. Oh, you want to keep it how it is now? Okay, fair enough. No, I didn't. You agree with me? It has me to be well. animated, not live action. <laughs> no, no, I heard you. You said you like it how it is. Don't want I, want, it I wanted to update the animation. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, with the bloody corpse melting. <laughs> yes, it's, it's in, in the UK. Obviously, we have um, we have certain staples of Christmas. Um, yeah. The snowman for myself is one of them. Is there anything that you remember fondly that you wouldn't want them to change? Uh, that comes up over Christmas constantly. Um, not really. I mean, you get lots of lots of specific movies, and they're all good. Um, there's a movie that's going to come up later, I think, that I, I might be on, on the naughty list because I've seen it enough times. But most, I mean, I've, like the original Santa Claus, I think that has to stay, stay definitely has to stay on in shown every year. Um, and there's an even older Santa Claus movie I could never quite. I think it's called Santa Claus the movie. It might come up later as well. That one should definitely stay. That was the one I used to watch when I was a kid. Um, 
and yeah, the snowman. There's the Polar Express. I'm, I don't really, I'm not really too bothered by that one. They show that every year. What about yourself? I think for me, like um, the Christmas kind of shorts, definitely the snowman sticks out as kind of like the one of the the best kind of like things that we had um, that yeah. keeps coming up on TV a lot. Um, and still to this day is on. So clear, clearly, you know, it it's working. That is just an incredible thing. Um, and it's difficult because a lot of the stuff, I guess, as time's gone on, like, there's different Scrooges. So always loved the Muppet Scrooge mm. movie, the Muppet movies of uh, Christmas Carol, for example. That's it. Um, yeah. I loved that one growing up. Um, but I, when when we got older and I watched the Bill Murray one for the first time, yeah. I really enjoy that one. So I think for Christmas, you got to keep a bit of everything. Yeah, how many Scrooges can you watch in a row? Because there's so many versions. <laughs> yes, there is. Yes, there is too many. Uh, yeah, absolutely right. I don't know. I think at some point you have to. I think I think nowadays because you can pick and choose. When we were younger, we may have just watched anything that was on TV. Yeah. And Whatever's on TV get... is normal. It's like that's yeah. what Christmas is. But now you, because now you can pick and choose. Yeah. So if you if you get to watch, um, if you get to watch the Muppet stuff or the Bill Murray stuff, now you can actually pick which one, and you could record one and watch another one with you know these Sky Pluses and stuff. That your technology's got so much better. But also, even better, you could just Netflix. Exactly. Lots of this stuff. Anytime you want. Yeah. Now everyone's just streaming. Like, the, if if people aren't watching actual TV anymore, there's not going to be any staple Christmassy things unless people make it, choose it themselves. Yeah. So one of and my favorites is like you know you you watch a TV show and then have a Christmas special, but because mm. um, of the way we stream stuff and uh, a lot of people binge watch things, you could be watching the Christmas special episode in i don't know february or march or june or july or something yeah. so True. it's no longer kind of it comes out on christmas so it's not like your whole tv guide is filled with christmas stuff anymore before we'd have christmas special of this christmas special of that but now i can watch that christmas special anytime can't i so yeah on repeat on ITV <laughs> yes, <too>. on re- <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah so yeah so uh, but yeah i'd, I'd love I, I won't want them to get rid of the stuff that we grew up with at the same time, I do like newer things as well. Mm. It's difficult. I'm actually setting up, as, as it comes down to, we're talking about choice, uh, a new staple for Christmas that we're going to, that I think we're going to be doing is Hateful Eight, because it's in, set in the snow. Oh, yes, it is. It's set up, yeah. It's not exactly Christmas, but it's all snowy and cold, and it's Tarantino, so, yeah. <laughs> <That's what laughs> But you, but you, if you change that around, movie set in snow, you can have so many. You can have Excellent. Fargo. Thank you for the we, idea. <laughs> coming up next week. Coming up next week. Okay. Uh, so heading back to our list, number eight. You've already mentioned this. It of course is the Santa Claus, the very first one with Tim Allen. Yeah. You remember this one? This is the one where I think yeah, we've I already did. spoken about the movie. He it's obviously the, runs the over. Claus was in the legal bit. Uh, this is the one where he runs him over. Okay, so isn't there legal legal side involved near the end? In, in number two, okay, I think in this one he um, 
he he hears the noise on the roof and then he startles Santa Claus and yeah. he falls off the roof. Um, so the legal implication on this one is that he has to do Santa Claus's duties and responsibilities. Okay, there you go then. Yeah. And then in the next one, it's like he has to get married. And then mm. the third one, there's another Santa Claus. <laughs> Isn't there a movie where he has to prove that he is Santa Claus? Is that coming yes. out later? Miracle on 34th Street. Okay. That's coming up then. Maybe. Anyway, yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice movie. <laughs> nice movie. I think the, the other movie that you talked about was Santa Claus, the movie, back in 1985. Yeah. yeah. With D- Dudley Moore and John Boyd's. Yeah. So that's Dudley not on Moore. our list. But, um, it's just gotten too old, hasn't it? Yeah. It's not on our list, but you're putting it on the you're putting it on the good list. Yeah, that's the the Christmas comebacks list. Needs to come back. (laughs) I'm sure it still comes on TV. Then why isn't it in the top twenty? Because it's not. This is based on um, worldwide uh, highest grossing. Oh, grossing! Oh, this one was shown on TV for cheap every year. (laughs) Exactly. Didn't make give them any money. Why it's not on the list? Uh, the next, the next movie on on the list is The Holiday, starring uh, Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz, Jude Law, and Jack Black. Did you say this one already? No. Oh. So the hot that was four Christmases. The Holiday is where uh-huh. um, these two women who decide to go in each other's holidays instead. Okay. Over Christmas, and they kind holiday of house swap. That's yeah, it exactly. That yes. Yeah, I know the one though. I have to call this a nice. I, was, I, was, I heard Jack Black and I thought, oh, that's a na- that's a naughty straight away. <laughs> I had enough <laughs> of Jack Black. Oh but man, it's a good movie. I like this. Yeah, it's really it is. nice, understated movie. It's a so it's basically a romantic comedy over Christmas sort yes. of romance. I don't know if you have any more detail than that. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, the house swapping element is in there. And it's yeah. about these two women who um, I believe they're just kind of like uh, they're working and they just want kind of a break from their lives. So they so they kind of exchange holidays almost and mm. holiday homes. And in doing Love so, it. obviously, they find romance in those areas. Yeah. They thought it was over for them, I guess. <laughs> Did I they? Maybe, maybe. And then just a miracle happens through this through this holiday swap. Yes, <laughs> it, it does. Exactly. So that's your good list. That's the a, next that's a one, super, super nice list. That one. The next one is on a Netflix uh, documentary as well, and it's most probably it's maybe the can't hype it enough. Maybe the, one of the greatest movies of all time. Not okay. only one of the best Christmas movies of all time, maybe one of the best movies of all time. Directed by a then young John Favreau, starring Will Ferrell, Zoe Deschanel. James can. It's Elf. Elf. Yes. I mean, this one is on every year now. And yes. It, it's, that would tempt me to to um, downgrade it. But it is a good movie. I can't really help the fact that I enjoy it when I watch it. So I guess it goes on a nice list. But it, does, it... Need, it does need to be brought down a peg or two at some, <laughs> at some point. Though. Come on. <laughs> At some Every point, year. but not not this Christmas. Not this, not this Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> and what, what, one Christmas you bring it down a peg. It's Maybe it's an incredible um, 
when you watch the um, the movies that made them, and this one mm. appears, Elf, um, and so with Nightmare on Elm Street, and it's just incredible. This guy was like, he was it's obsessed and he loved Christmas, so he wanted to write a Christmas film. Uh, mm. He then moved to L.A. and then realized over Christmas, it's just hot. It doesn't feel like Christmas. So he went back home and then he wrote this story and then he wanted to get it made. Mm. Um, and then he got a deal with the studio, but he didn't want to make it with the studio. So mm. what he did was he just waited one whole year, waited out of that time. Yeah. So then he can go and sell it to someone else. And okay. then he sold it. He then was able to sell it the following year to someone else. And then it was the story of how he got Will Farrell involved, how he got John Favreau and how they made the movie and how this bunch of people come together mm. um, again, like with Home Alone, like with um, The Nightmare Before Christmas. And it's just like, it, it just makes you think, how did this thing even get made? Like, and it's this incredible, right? Uh, yeah. They talk about how they hired uh, Zoe de Chanel, how Will Farrell was a, he wasn't a household name then. He wasn't making no. big movie comedies and the studios didn't really want him. Because mm. they wanted someone else. They wanted someone who's a big uh, <clears throat> more successful. And same with John Favreau. So they had a conversation with Vince Vaughn. And he said, he goes, I love it. He goes, give this guy a call, John Favreau, who had only made one film mm. called Made with, mm. <laughs> with uh, Vince Vaughn. And they, they went to him and he pitched to them the three awesome. things and the reasons why he wants to, to make this movie. It, it was like a match made in heaven. All the kind of... Everything aligned for this movie at the right time. Yeah. All the pieces he, came together. And, and also he incredible. held out. He held out for that to happen. That was a pretty amazing story. And it yeah. gives, a, gives a lot more credit to the, to the movie as well. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's, it's an amazing, um, still to this day, I think it's an amazing kind of movie. It still holds up. And there's bits yeah. of um, stop motion animation in there. There's the force perspective as well. There's like Will Farrell, this massive man in this elf world and, you know, the way they've shot it. Uh, there's, there's, there's so many great bits, but one that really stands out to me is when they're playing basketball and Will Farrell pushes one of the elves down to dunk the ball because he's so, because he's just so big. He's just, he's literally Classic. putting the ball in, in, in thing, thing. It's, that's it's, something we can relate to. Anyone that's had children or, <laughs> or nephews and nieces, you know, you, you can do that. It's great fun. <laughs> dunk on their heads so where, yeah, where did you I'm put that one football now as well <laughs> yeah exactly i suck really the... but look i can walk straight through you so that's sixth on our list where do you put elf yeah i guess a nice nice, nice. uh the next one is one that you've already talked about uh, briefly oh, the polar express Aha, is yeah. the fifth this is the top five now robert zemeckis is live action computer animated everybody looks like tom hanks film <laughs> everyone looks the same that's true i'm just gonna put this on the naughty list anyway straight away yeah yeah i've had enough of it i, I, I was never that interested <laughs> in the first place but they show it every year it's, it's one of those background movies to be on. i think i've watched i watched it once uh, like properly and i was like okay it's not that bad yeah but it's still going on the naughty list it comes out like almost every Christmas. I feel it yeah. was it was a movie that came out quite early, and everyone was like, you know, I watched it as a computer animated. I didn't yeah. find it like that interesting or that compelling, but 
I think actually this comes down to animation as well. You're talking about giving more modern animation. This is what would happen to the snowman if he got modern. The animation. motion capture stuff, okay. Because because the uh, I think it was quite fresh at the time. Like it was probably using the latest te- techniques. Yeah. And was like almost like a, a step beyond anything anyone had seen before. They were quite so it made it impressive at the time. But then it's still being shown every year for other reasons, I guess. I don't know why why people still want to watch it. I think for me personally, it came out when The Incredibles came out. Yeah, and it was, and it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't to the same level. And I was just like, it, this is this is a film about a train. It's not. Yeah. Where's the superhero family? Where's the baby with the magic powers? Yeah. You know. I mean, if you actually watch it to the end, it has got a bit more going on. But literally, whenever you're out here, Polar Express, I do just see that train. Just think it's just a train. It's just on a train. <laughs> it's, boy, it's, it's the train. A train. It's the train level. Great. Yeah. Like in Goldeneye, yeah. <laughs> so this was your naughty list. Okay. Next okay. on the list is A Christmas Carol, the 3D animated Jim Carrey starring film directed by Robert Zemeckis. 3D animated Jim Carrey Christmas Carol. Yeah, so similar to Tom Hanks in Polar Express, they yeah. use kind of like uh, motion capture to mm. kind of base this movie on. Um, and he obviously plays Scrooge and he, play, he plays, yeah, he plays Scrooge. And then you've got people like Gary Oldman, Colin Firth, Bob Hoskins, and a whole bunch of other people. But he yeah. plays Ebenezer Scrooge. Is it any good? No. No? That's a shame. <laughs> it's, I think, it's, it again, it, it, it comes... Uh, it wasn't that long ago. It was um, 2009. Mm. I think it's one of those things where... Because uh, A Christmas Carol is one of those timeless classic stories, and there's so many different versions of it. Yeah, um, we've got the Mickey Mouse one. You have the Muppet Christmas special. You got Scrooge. You got you yeah. got these ones. You got you got loads of other ones that come on. And and I think I think it's 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 okay, but it's just because we got so much other choice. Yeah, you know the heart and soul. I felt wasn't there because okay, it, I think it comes down to just the kind of the the motion capture. The technology yeah. was there, but it didn't feel. I, I didn't feel for Tiny Tim like I do a Muppet version of him. Yeah. Or I felt for when it's Mickey's kid. Or it was, you know, that they, they I, I still feel for them more mm. than I did for this guy. Um, okay. Well, I'm getting I'm getting naughty vibes from you. But I do, I'm interested to see it if I haven't seen it. I'm going to have to catch up on this one. So maybe, maybe, maybe you'll get a stocking for him. Maybe you'll get a a tangerine in the stocking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next, number three, the third highest grossing Christmas movie of all time was my favourite Christmas movie of all time for three whole years. For three um, years. And, and wow. then something better came out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and this one does star Jim Carrey. And oh. he is incredible in this one. Uh, directed by Ron Howard, and it's The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Oh, the live okay. action movie the original did they remade really it now they have they have yes but this is it the was incredible yes for three years it was incredible yes it was the best and then elf came out and then i stuck oh, in this kind of like limbo where the grinch is amazing <laughs> the elf was amazing and if i had to pick one i think i picked elf over why not have the grinch. you can't because we've you know we've got a list he was listing to one to ten yeah. 
But it's not they, they can't nuts. both be they can't both be the same. Anyway, I've got both on Blu-ray, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, <laughs> You've got Christmas anyway. movies on Blu-ray. This is how much you like it. <laughs> exactly. It's crazy. And then I bought the PS4. <laughs> Well, you didn't have anything to play it on. Either. I had nothing to play on. I just bought the, I bought the Blu-rays. I knew one day I'll have enough money for a PS4. And that day finally came. The first thing I did, Elf. Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it's Christmas. Elf over, over the uh, other one. Yeah, I could only put one in the DVD slot. <laughs> She's got a dual, <laughs> dual slot. I did it alphabetically. It's How the Grinch Stole Christmas or Elf. Alphabetically, oh. Elf. I yes. thought oh, you were fair then. That's okay then. So you would really pick it first. It's just it's just alphabetically first. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you remember this one? Jim Carrey puts on the green. Yes, I know this one. Um, yeah. It's a classic. Before they remade it, it was a classic. And and this this the thing I love about it, I guess, is that I didn't even realise it was Jim Carrey at the time when I watched it. I, I know I was a bit younger, but Jim Carrey quite often turns up in things. Dressed, I think I said, mentioned this once before. He can dress up as looking as someone else, and I won't even know it's realize it's him. And I'll give it a nice. Yeah, no, I I think I remember watching this, and it's so funny. There's so many great bits in this, um, but obviously his costume and the fact that he can still get his facial expressions through all of that was yeah. was amazing. Um, he's a physical actor as well, isn't he? Oh. So. You can flat his arms about as well and stuff. Yeah. And what was also good was there's, there's it's really, from quite large chunks of the movie, it's him and his dog. And yeah. He's, and it's his dog's, he's, he's, which it's just is like, like your life. Exactly. It's you just, <laughs> it's me. I, I live above Who Town and me, me, me and my dog just look down yeah. and we're and like, downstairs ah, family. you guys are in lockdown. Shame on you. Look at us up in our mountain. <laughs> Um, it's, it's just it's amazing i loved it um he he puts on the rudolph ears and at the end spoiler alert obviously there he, he uses him down the sleigh and stuff and i think it worked on so many great levels it's it's the feel-good movie as well it's so good yeah i mean it's quite amazing how big it like how full it feels as well as considering a lot of the sets were probably just just him and a dog <laughs> but it feels like a whole existing world. Yeah, I think I think they would have built some parts of Who uh, Town, and then they would yeah. have CGI'd maybe background bits. But they would have built some of those sets, and then they had those kind of um, odd-looking cars and uh, the whole the, the tree, all sorts of bits. They would have had to build, and then yeah, plonk him in there. It was amazing. Yeah, it's almost the story of uh, Jim Carrey himself as he's as he's grown up. And, and come to love life so much more. Yes. And, and become a, a, a shining star, literally. <laughs> if you follow the sort of personal life of Jim Carrey, he's very sort of enlightened. Yeah. It's, also, it's great because it was at his peak Jim Carreyness. Maybe, maybe not peak, but he was, he was definitely becoming that mm. kind of incredibly funny star that he is. Uh, and... His his work, obviously, you know, pe- people love it, hate it, whatever. But, you know, he, he was doing stuff at that point that people weren't, actors weren't doing that kind of craziness. Um, yeah. He's, it was just, a, it was amazing because he it was, um, it's a kid's movie. 
and he had him and he still brought <laughs> a bit of darker element to it as well yeah but he did it in such a comedic way it was amazing yeah he knows how to how to act for kids and, and do dark stuff without scaring them he's very good he boy is very good anyway so next on our list <clears throat> number two is a movie that would never get remade now but if it did it'd be terrible because okay. some sometimes lightning's in a bottle literally and a time capsule movie and okay. that's of course home alone the home quintessential alone? is this how is this a christmas movie Really? It is, yeah, because they leave it's him over Christmas, Christmas, don't they? Christmas. Yeah, yeah because they he gets robbed. He was about to be robbed over Christmas. He goes to the church yeah. over Christmas. It's got snow. Again, this is in um, how um, the, the movies that made us, Home Alone's yeah. one of them, how they made the movie, how they shopped it around, and um, how uh, the studios didn't believe in it. And it's the whole story is incredible, how it all kind of did, and how they flooded the house towards the end, how they made yeah. the sets. It's 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 amazing and how they only had like okay. a brief period of time where there was snow in this town yeah. which is outside that house and they shot all of those scenes. Mm. Obviously obviously movies don't get shot chronologically, they get shot in different but they do all the shooting super quick for all the outside yeah. shots and then they'll do that inside yeah. stuff. Oh. And you oh, I, I don't know how you could do it nowadays because because of the way the internet works. Every mm. child who gets left at home would have access to a smart something. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they you put that people put that for like all horror movies. Like, oh, everyone would have a smartphone, but there's always route, always a way around that. There's there's always something you can put in as a plot device. Like all plots are slightly unbelievable. They're just the conspiring of certain things to make the plot work. So you could easily make it work. But I have another argument anyway that I don't think this is a Christmas movie. I don't, where is the where is the Christmas spirit in it? Christmas spirit is like his his mum who's about to get on the plane yeah. and leave to go on holiday and finds out that the son is in travel. She yeah. goes on a journey to get back to her to son. Get back, okay. And also in doing so, he obviously in the meantime he stopped all of the the robbers. He's done all that stuff. And yeah. his family, who at that point didn't like him as much, have come yeah. around to him because they realise, you know, how much they miss him, how much they do love him, because he's he's part of an extended family oh, living in this massive home. Yeah, massive family. Yeah, it, it is incredibly massive. Yeah, he goes and unnoticed, you know, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. And I think he becomes kind of more of a it, it, yeah. So it, it's it's that family dynamic, and I, I feel like there's so much Christmas elements in this. The snow outside. He yeah, goes to he goes to church on Christmas Eve. They could have gone on holiday any time of the year. It would be the same movie. Just it just wouldn't be snowy. It wouldn't be yeah. It wouldn't be snowy. It wouldn't be. You got to get back for Christmas. Christmas vacation. They're all going away movie. on holiday. It's the Christmas. I mean, who even goes on holiday at Christmas? I think this is a everybody story. goes on holiday. Everyone goes on holiday for Christmas. The only person who works over Christmas is Santa. Yeah, exactly. Everyone now stays at home. Everyone else. <laughs> or at least meets up with family. Just like I'm, I'm giving this a, a strike off the list of Christmas. Oh, you, you just think, okay, so no rating it. at all. It's a Christmas movie, but it's a Christmas movie in the same vein as Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Okay, well that that was my that was the list for later, but and <laughs> the, and the number one highest grossing Christmas movie of all time, 
is the animated movie The Grinch. Animated movie? Oh, yes. there's the animated version. Yes, that came out in 2018. Oh, okay, so that's a re- uh, that's the remake one then. Yes, it is. Yeah. Remake. I haven't seen this one. I, I don't know about this one. I think it's currently that... on Netflix right now. So for oh, anyone okay. who's listening to this, obviously can Go watch it. Can watch this at any time. Yeah. If you have Netflix. If you have Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what can we say about it? Is there anything different about it? It's it's similar but there's there's there are different elements it's voiced by uh benedict cumberbatch this time he's still got the cool. dog but remember you could do more things with an animated cgi dog than you could do with a live okay. real dog so it's you know, brian from family guy <laughs> yes <laughs> um but there are there are still people who think you know other than uh, cumberbatch's performance it's not really added anything new to source material or the the original but it's just, yeah. it is slightly different. It's not like Lion King shot for shot remake. It's no. it's actually there are elements that make it a slightly different film. I think if we considering there's a a Jim Carrey version that's better, I think this one's going to go naughty list. Naughty list. Yeah. And then that's <coughs> that's that's, that's our um, that's the <laughs> Christmas list. So they they're the movies that are Christmas themed now. So there, there was another list that I found which was okay. the biggest again highest grossing movies and some of these are set over christmas yeah okay and again same same aspect you say good or bad home alone, in your list there. okay and number 10 batman returns home alone gets a nice for this list well it's not on the list yet number 10 is batman <laughs> returns yeah but it's not going to be on the list because you said it's on the other list <laughs> so where would you put batman returns on the christmas list batman returns as oh it's, so these are movies that are set over Christmas. Yeah, it is technically set over Christmas. <laughs> set over Christmas, yes. I'll never call this a Christmas movie. Though, a, no, no, this isn't. This isn't now Christmas movies. These are movies set over Christmas. Yeah, but you can still call it a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. I mean, <laughs> even the mayor says it's Christmas Day. There we go. Um, what am I supposed to do? Give it a naughty or nice, even though it's not a Christmas movie? Yes. Um, <laughs> Oh, which returns? Which one is that? Is that, is that the one with Mr. Freezing? No, it's the one with Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman and Danny DeVito oh, yeah. played the Penguin. Yeah, I mean, this one is a bit better. Um, I'm just going to call it naughty, I think. Just stick with the first Batman movie out of that series. <laughs> After that, it's been garbage? Is that what you're saying? Well, it went downhill, didn't it? Um I think it's a fun series actually to watch. Basically. The first, the first, the first two are Tim Burton. The next one, Joel, Joel Schumacher made the next two, so they're very, very different. Okay, yeah, I suppose so. I haven't seen it in a long time. But I have seen it at least. <laughs> okay, so the next one is Rise of the Guardians. So this one is like, what if? Know. Yeah, but what if our favorite? childhood um fairy tale um creatures came to life so santa claus tooth fairy easter bunny the sandman and oh. jack frost to stop the evil one. pitch black so they all come santa together claus in it, so it's got santa not... claus tooth fairy. it's not because it's more of a fighting kind of like rise of the guardians so we're just bringing in all of these <laughs> mythical uh tooth fairy easter bunny you know all the kind of like 
them nice. and Jack Frost to fight against the evil bad. Sounds like fun. Nice. Nice list. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, never seen it. Okay. Um, then th- number eight, they had Polar Express. You've already said it was rubbish. Nice. You, number, number seven, you said Christmas <laughs> Carol. You said it was rubbish. Then you said The Grinch You Stole Christmas. That was rubbish. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you love that. Number five, um, so a movie that's set over the Christmas period okay. um, that made $364 million, doesn't really matter how much, is is the good Superman, Sazam, or Captain Marvel Shazam. as we know it. Was yes. that set over Christmas? It was set over Christmas, yeah. Ah, I forgot about that. Because he moves, he moves homes and he finds a new uh, parents over Christmas. And yeah, it's set over the festive period. I, I've only seen this once at the cinema, I think. And it's still a nice, it's a brilliant movie. Number four, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Again, set over Christmas. Uh, nice, yeah. Nice. I, I like the series, yeah. And this is when they become the Sticky Bandits. Right. Um, this is where he starts leaving his calling <laughs> card. It's so funny, these two, uh, Joe Pesci and uh, I think Dan Stern. They're so, <laughs> yeah, so funny. Uh, and then number three is Home Alone, the first one, which right. you said was good. Then The Grinch, which you've already talked about. And then the number one highest okay. grossing Christmas movie of all time is Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3? Oh, you're kidding me. It's there over the festive period, yeah. This, this is all you've built up for. He just, you just, <laughs> yeah. just throws just this one at me. To... <laughs> I just this thought, is, hey, how can I bring Iron Man? Up. An hour-long setup for this. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's the payoff. It was a long ambush. It's uh, <laughs> it unbelievable. I did it. <laughs> you, you got there in the end. I like it how you had an end goal. End game. That was my end game. Yeah. That was your end game. Oh no. Naughty, naughty, naughty. <laughs> I hate Iron Man. I hate all of the Iron Man, not even including the good one. Even the first one. Even the good one. I hate Iron Man as, as a character. I know he's he's a terrible character, but I think in the first one he was really um, as the first Iron Man movie. Yeah. And we, we, first introduction, he was good in that. But yeah, he as as a whole as a human being, <laughs> he sold arms to terrorists and he profited from that, and that's how his company made money. So as a human yeah. being. He's a terrible person. He should be called Iron Trump. <laughs> you got him. <laughs> Burn. That's a big... He becomes Iron the president Trump. by just leading a team of Avengers. You <laughs> Even like, um, I, I felt like the first one, obviously, he's good. It's a good movie. Yeah. Second one, um, I think it wasn't John Favreau's fault, but it was maybe... They were chucking in all sorts of different things into their different elements to try and set up for the Avengers movie. And the third one, he's not even Iron Man. He's just himself. And, you know, he's... Well, there is that. He's become more arrogant than previously. I think in terms of character development, he has he has had a character arc, good or bad, throughout mm, his films. That's true, yeah. And, and this was kind of culminates into the third movie and then beyond to where he kind of realises he's not been the best of people. In some ways, that's actually kind of a good thing. That he's an imperfect superhero. Yeah. Very, a very imperfect superhero. So and he acknowledges that, that, doesn't he? He, he realises his wrongs. 
mm. and he's out to do some good for it. Yeah, what you mean where he sacrifices himself at the end of spoiler alert? <laughs> <laughs> at the end of Iron Man 3, yeah, <laughs> where he gives himself up. Yeah, he dies in that one, right? That's the one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so is that on your good or uh, sorry, is that your good list or naughty list? Naughty, no. You're on the naughty list for that one. <laughs> for trying to stick in Iron Man 3. <laughs> and I've, been, I've been getting ambushed by orc captains in Shadow of War all week. And yes. then you come and ambush me like that with Iron Man. That's <laughs> <laughs> just a sneak Iron Man in there somehow. I was just like, <laughs> there's got to be a way. I was, I was thinking, is it going to be Die Hard? Could it be Gremlins? No. Iron Man 3. So yeah, so Gremlins is another one where um, we we watched this growing up, and it's set over Christmas, and again, it's it's just incredible, and it's got a Christmassy feel to it as well. Some would say it's got the Christmas spirit because he gets a Christmas <laughs> gift, and then he has and then he has to save Christmas by by eradicating the Gremlins that he accidentally lets off, and it's all the sort of story about don't you know you don't give a dog for Christmas because someone might not know how to look after it. <laughs> and you, yeah, because obviously a dog and a gremlin are very similar. Yeah, exactly. You feed it after midnight because it's going to go wild. <laughs> Not just that. It's like every time you give your dog a bath, he's going to attack you. <laughs> your gonna dog's going to try and blood. kill you. Yeah. 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 He just hates it. <laughs> no, yeah. So Gremlins is um, it's currently um, a bit, you can watch it on one of the streaming services. I was going to try and watch them over Christmas because they are Gremlins number one. Definitely, it's a definitely Christmas film for me. Yeah, the second one is all taking place in an office building, but I think it is still got Christmas themes to it. I think there might be decorations around and stuff, but I can't remember. Maybe not. <laughs> but it's, it's a very weird. good sequel. It's weird because when you when you read what people say, like it didn't make much money or critics, whatever. But people really like Gremlins too, and I can't remember. Um, I remember the first one very fondly and liking it, and remember yeah. liking it. But I don't remember liking the second one. Maybe yeah, right. I did. Maybe. The thing is, they're very different movies because the first one is oh, yeah, yeah. pretty much a horror movie yes. with light-hearted elements, whereas the second one is very much light-hearted with the horror sort of like it's not really horror at all. It's all comedy. Yeah, maybe that's why I didn't like it because because you yeah. like horror. I love horror. <laughs> yes, I sure do. Brilliant. So that's our uh, second Christmas-themed uh, episode of this Christmas festive yeah. period. How can they contact us? Uh, you can contact us by looking at the description below to find direct links to Twitter, uh, Instagram, all at my guy, whatever my guy, my, my guy reviews, <laughs> uh, those things. My guy reviews at YouTube. Um, like our reviews at Gmail, and of course, keep on liking and five starring and subscribing on yes. your podcast of choice. Yes, and telling a friend. Um, and on Red Circle, we have been um, promoting, doing lots of cross promotion. So in some of the oh, yeah. um, podcasts, you'll hear someone else's advert at the start, and we'll we'll be featured on other people's adverts which will be really cool. Um, and as time goes on, we will be promoting other people. So if you do hear us reading out a few things, it's, it's from our friends in our network. 
Excellent. and trying to help each other grow. So yeah, tell a friend, subscribe, all that cool jazz. And next week, my guy monkey will bring the the next episode, which will be even better and it'll yeah, be well, even more festive. Yeah, absolutely, more Christmas stuff. Yeah, <laughs> more Iron Man three. Iron Man three, the, the Christmas special. The Christmas special. <laughs> Iron Man saves Christmas. Oh, you missed one actually. Um, Deadpool. Chris, there's a Deadpool Christmas short, and I haven't seen it. We'll have to look into that one again. I think yeah, if we do Christmas shorts or Christmas films like uh, The Snowman, maybe we can bring it up there. Mm. I that'd, be your, in, that'd be your um, one. I didn't put Love Actually on the list because I feel that spans over a larger period of time and ends towards Christmas Day. Oh, yeah. And it and it and it while it is an okay film, there's a lot of creepy elements to it. Which I didn't really enjoy. So ah, in love, actually, interesting. Yes. Yes. Well, that's that, that's been a little bit of exclusive behind-the-scenes discussion because we've ended the show <laughs> on love. Actually, the movie. Um, it's 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 got an incredible star cast, though all British star cast. So yeah, yeah. Uh, still watch it. Support support your local locals. That's what I say. I say we love everything that's British. Local Londoners. <laughs> yes that's where we live yeah. right London exactly I mean la- last Christmas is shot right on the streets of mm-hmm. London where we live and 28 days la- later that scene yeah. at the start where um, the bus is on the floor and it's over the bridge we can see that from our house that's yeah, how exactly. London we are because we live in England we live in England it's, and everywhere it, is within five minutes of London in, in England exactly <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there is no other. There are no other boroughs. There are yeah. no. There are no other uh, shires. There are no other counties. No counties. No, it's just no London. Counties. I think there's a thing called Wales, but that's no. <laughs> no, that's England as well. No. That's England. <laughs> Wales. Brilliant. England. That's that's our geography talk done for today. <laughs> Thanks for, for listening. Bye. It's me that's talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. <you. laughs> My guy reviews the podcasts.